0: Claremont Historic Site is one of our favorite spots, and we were due to be there for its annual old-fashioned July 4th. People dress up in period costumes, do a live read of the Declaration of Independence, and of course there are spectacular fireworks over the Hudson River. You can picnic there with a bunch of neighbors. We did it two years ago. It's a delight. I find living up here that every street sign, mansion, and location has a story behind it, and you don't have to dig deep to find it. The Livingstons our brand name. The mansion facing the river was built by Robert Livingston around 1740. During the Revolutionary War, British soldiers from New York City arrived and burned Claremont to punish the family for their support of the rebels. Margaret Beekman Livingston escaped with her daughters and youngest son to a relative's house in Connecticut. Rumor has it she buried the family's silver in the ground before, before leaving and got it back when she returned. What a good idea. Now, Chancellor Livingston is a big deal. He was New York's first and highest judge in the state under the original state constitution, and a big patriot. He served on the committee to draft the Declaration of Independence. He wrote the New York Constitution, and he served as the country's, the U.S.'s, first secretary for foreign affairs. After the war, he gave the presidential oath of office to George Washington himself. He was also the lead negotiator of the Louisiana Purchase and co-inventor of the first commercially viable steamboat. He and the Fultons actually had a monopoly on steamboat traffic up the Hudson for decades. Now, he's not the Livingston who actually signed the Declaration of Independence. That's Philip, his brother. And I figured out he's not the Livingston signer of the Constitution. That's William, governor of my home state of New Jersey. This year, though, we were all packed to go to Livingston Manor at Claremont and celebrate with the Livingstons. (laughs) I was ready to record the live reading. The only problem, though, was our garden. We were sitting in it. And it was just so pleasant and comfortable, Brian and I didn't want to leave. So, we didn't. Instead, we grilled steaks and corn there and went to the fireworks at the orchard down the road. Joe the farmer invited us. But it didn't really stop the rest of the tradition, because sitting in our Adirondack chairs with French wine, I found a clip on YouTube of celebrities like Michael Douglas and Whoopi Goldberg reading the Declaration of Independence. Freedom, you know streams ah! I'm Matt Zucker and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley Independence Day is conveniently just a week after World Pride this episode is about freedom and exploring what it means and does it means different things from a city versus a country point of view I think of it differently I'll share my opinion, and a few i picked up from others. My buddy Shari just moved from an apartment in New York City to a house in the Hudson Valley. She's in more of a leafy suburb than farmland, per se, but she is literally on the Hudson. To her, freedom in the country is the ability to open her door and have kids run outside, with or without shoes, versus in the city, having to pack them up for any possibility, getting everyone down the elevator and into the subway. It's now the freedom for her to sit outside with a glass of wine at night with the kids in bed, just listening to the quiet. It's the freedom to personalize and do what she wants to her home, since now she owns it, and there's no co-op board for approvals. But she also admits she's given up the freedom to go to a client meeting, a pediatrician appointment, a new business meeting, and a school performance all in one afternoon. Now a commuter, she is the tyranny of the train schedule. Ed, who drove me to the Albany Airport and has lived his whole life up here, said for him, freedom is flying your flag and expressing your pride in your civil rights. I think about the flag and how it's such an icon for that feeling. We've had one posted on our front porch, and I love that this flag briefly flew on the New York State Capitol, which is a thing you can request. The other flag that I think about, especially up here in Yankee Land, is don't tread on me with the rattlesnake, the early colonist flag, also called the Gadsden flag. From defiant colonies, warning British imperialism, don't barrack your soldiers in our homes, don't tax us without representation. There's the pride flag too, which we all just waved weeks ago in our local march in Tivoli. Just listen to episode 20. My hometown of Springfield recently celebrated with a reenactment of the Battle of Springfield of 1780. This battle, which has great stories like musketeers using psalms as wadding, foiled the British New Jersey for good. It makes me think of how freedom may be a right, but it has to be fought for, and it has for centuries, by thousands and millions. It's gruesome how many have to suffer for it and die. Some make it, and others, too many of us, take it for granted. What's rarely talked about on July 4th is slavery. People often look southward on the issue, but New York was the largest slave state in the North. In the book History of the Hudson River Valley by Vernon Benjamin, I've been reading about the rebellions, the escapes, and the human suffering. I think I have my theory on freedom. I'll be back after the break. So my theory is two broad generalities of freedom in the city versus freedom in the country. In the city, I think, freedom is about expressing who you are. Remember Free to Be You and Me? It was a children's music album by Marlo Thomas performed by her and other celebrities. It was mostly about gender and identity freedom. And I think in the city, freedom is very much about your story and your personal expression like that. In the country though, it's more about what you can do. It has to do with space and land. In the city, there's of course not much personal space, so of course it's gonna become all about you. And in the country, there's plenty of space. So it's more about your time and your behavior, doing whatever you want on your land, in your yard. It doesn't mean though we don't want the same things. Just the way we might look at freedom might be a little bit different. The freedom to wear what you want, the freedom to be who you are, freedom to speak your mind, freedom to travel, Freedom to run naked around the house. Freedom to park on your lawn, though I really don't get why people do that. And yes, the freedom to sit in your garden instead of heading to Claremont. My last thought for you is the title of this episode and a quote from the writer Edward Abbey. Freedom begins between the years. This is July 4th at the Orchard. Joe the Farmer outdoes himself. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Visit our new website at cityit.com and join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cityitlife. You can buy Cityit gear, including the baby goat t-shirt and a trucker cap. And please take a minute to rate and review Cityit in the Apple Podcast Store. It helps other Cityits find us. Thanks again. Come visit.